0: Every movement, every spark begins with a conversation. We need to talk about it, and we're going to on Black Hollywood Live's breaking into you next. You're
1: tuned into Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Tune in right now.
0: There we go. Yeah, see, see, yeah, you like the music, yes, don't you? Yeah, I'm feeling it. Because this is Black Hollywood Live. We're into the, yes. Music. We're into really? the music. Yes. We're into the music. Yes. This is Black Hollywood Live. I'm breaking into you. I'm your host, James Live Jr. And we're so, so very excited to be back. It's my second to last episode. Mm. The
2: penultimate.
0: The penultimate. I was, was going to say that earlier, and I didn't write it down. I was going to. Penultimate. The penultimate I mean. yes. episode of the yes. show. And I... I started getting a little teary-eyed as I was writing my last show Aww. the other day. I was like, it's kind of, I've had four years of this amazing show that I got from Daryl Christian and folks here at Black Hollywood Live. And, of course, we're going to go out with a bang, because this show is going to be good. Mm. <laughs> it's going to be good.
2: We're going to talk mm-hmm. about it. Yes. Bro, so we're going to talk about it.
0: Um, so I'm going to introduce my guests, and then we're going to tell you where you can find us and all that kind of stuff. So one guest, you, if you're a fan of the show, you've seen her on here several times, <laughs> because she is an actress, producer, beautiful singer. Aww. And just uh, somebody I just I love seeing, Aww. Miss Melinda Hale. Hi. Hi girl. For of me. course. Always. Always <laughs> always. And I have a new friend. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's her it's her co-host of this great podcast called hashtag we need to talk. You need to go listen to it. Go download, yes. subscribe, follow it. It's mm-hmm. on iTunes, on Spotify. I went on iTunes listened to all, I think it was six episodes yeah. all in row. And awesome. I was just completely, yeah. I'm, I'm hooked. I'm in. And his name is Carmel Humphrey. Yes. yes. Like, and he's an actor, comedian, and mm-hmm. also um, has an organic coffee company. Yeah. yeah. Black like,
2: Brew, check it out. Darkest, richest, boldest coffee anywhere.
0: Yeah, i going to sell that coffee. I, li- I <laughs> like
1: dark, rich, and bold. I'm, okay. I'm all about
0: that. That works for me. I'll take 10. That's what's Whatever. We got you. I'm I'll take, I'll, take, gotcha. I'll take all that. It
1: is very good, and I'm not a coffee drinker, and I'm not just saying that oh. because like my friend. My husband
0: is a coffee drinker and he loves it. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, actually, well, tell people in that camera where can they find it?
2: BLCKBRW.com. Very good. And as well as Twitter. Instagram, and Facebook. No vowels. No vowels. No vowels. No vowels.
0: Okay, I'm going to start my follow and follow it. I'm going to yeah. follow
2: it. I'll post it on, a link on our page, which mm. is
0: Breaking Into mm. on Facebook. Go ahead and like that page. Subscribe and like and, like and follow. We're on uh, iTunes. We are on YouTube. We're on SoundCloud under Black Hollywood Live, Breaking Into. I have 127 episodes of this show. Wow. Great Amazing. guests. You see her. She's on a couple <laughs> of them. Wow. And, they're, and they're great episodes. they yes. great guests I've had. And I just, just go check them out. Check them out, find your favorite ones. Anybody from Tony Basil to Todd Bridges to everybody, just everybody's on there. It's, it's a great, it's, I've had a great time. So, welcome to the show, you guys. Hey, Thank thanks. you. Thanks. thanks for having us. You know, um, one of the things I wanted to say, I also want to give a special um, heartfelt shout out to John Singleton, who had a stroke. Mm, yes, oh, yes, yes, yes. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah he had a stroke. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And he's like a little younger than I am. Yeah. He's between our age okay. and, you know, from Inglewood and all that. And I knew him. And I, he was here actually at Black like, Hollywood Live not too long ago. And just got, to, I just got to meet him. He was so nice, and mm-hmm. I just, my, my heart goes out because I know people are having strokes now. They're having heart attacks mm-hmm. younger. Mm-hmm. I lost a brother, at forty-seven, to a heart attack a few years ago. Uh, I had Bell's palsy. Health, health, health. Yes. It's very, it's very important. important. Very important. We need to talk about that. Yes, that's yes. very important, true. especially in our black man. I was just going to say, the especially yep. in the black community. Yeah. Well, let's, let's kind of start with that mm-hmm. a little bit. I mean, the, the black community. We don't really. Always here. I don't go to a doctor. I don't like a doctor. I don't go to a doctor. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go to a doctor. And that's something that I know happens all around all communities. But I know a lot of black folks are like, I don't go to a doctor. I Mm
1: -hmm. think it's the level of trust, to be honest. There's this fear. There's a fear. Like, my dad, he... He don't trust nobody, <laughs> but he will. He hates going to the doctor. He has to go, but it'll be like he has to be near death to go to the doctor. and My mom has to jack him, and I don't know what it is about black men. So maybe y'all can tell me. <laughs> also, but right? it's a, maybe it's a pride thing, but I get that there's a fear because yes, I get you don't. Know, and he's a conspiracy theorist, so I'm like, <laughs> critical, I'm a critical thinker. <laughs> he's a critical thinker,
2: <laughs> critical thinker.
0: I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. But why
1: do you think it is that black men don't like to go to the the, the doctor? Yeah, well,
2: me. if if we want to go critical thinking historically uh, doctors have not done as well I mean from Tuskegee to you know everything in between we just you know I don't believe in getting anything free from any clinic or any doctor or whatever so just going to a doctor and most of these doctors to be honest with you they are in bed with pharmaceutical companies and uh, so I think a lot of that but also I think it's just a pride issue because like a lot of uh, black men have to look invincible Yeah. so going to a, going to the doctor means I'm not and so I think that's a lot of it. You know, and I, I, I know my dad was like that. He had a heart attack at 74 and just shook it off. Mm. Went to work. <laughs> Seriously. Just <laughs> like, whatever. Wow. And I'm oh, like, wow. and then he died you know, like a year later. So I know a lot of that is just this invincibility, you know, uh, aura and energy that we kind of like have to put out. And kind so- interesting.
0: My father had a heart attack too. Mm. But he was in his 40s. Oh, wow. wow. He had staples in his chest and everything he had a heart attack. But mm. he was one of the same things. kind of like, you know, I got a heart attack, but I got to go back to do what I was doing. I yeah. got kids to I got things to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh. Uh, it's nice to be a nurse. So I was in the medical profession, mm. and so there's some things you say are very true. Mm. And actually, nurses run everything. I just right. I to say They that. do. The doctors they, come they, in. No, for, right. they do. for no, sure. They do. No, they do. Nurses yes. do God's work. And doctors kind of come in and kind of like, whatever, and they go golfing later or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> um, I, but I have had some bad doctors. Mm. I got to I tell you a little quick story. So I had a doctor. He did talk about being, This is about being black, too. He is a French doctor mm-hmm. who I do not like. I've, I've seen him before. He's part of my clinic that I go to. He said to me, and without reading my chart, I had lost some weight. Mm-hmm. Maybe you guys know I've lost 65 pounds. Yay! Thank you, I know, yeah. thank you. Because yeah. I, was, I, I was not doing well health-wise either. Um, but it took me to that point to go, black men told me, it took me to that point to go to the doctor and check it out. Um, he said to me, well, you have to, you have to lose more weight without saying problems. I had Bell's palsy, so my face was paralyzed. And mm-hmm. so I was um, dealing with that. But he kept saying to me, well, you gotta stop eating that fried chicken. He said he said that to me.
2: Whoa, whoa, you know, like, so, you know whoa, all that
0: fried chicken that you got. That you're that you're probably eating And I'm like, I gotta get out of here before I beat your ass. Right. Wow. With my paralyzed face, I was going. <laughs> I was going to pull my face up. And, like, <laughs> and handle your business. And handle your business. Thank you. But he says he's like, yeah, you know all that fried, you know that food, and you know you have to be careful with you know all, all the. you keep saying fried chicken. you am saying fried chicken, and now. As my girl in the booth knows, I love me some fried chicken. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that don't
1: chicken. mean that he has to say that. Yeah, I do. Yeah, no, he don't was, know yeah.
0: you. You yeah. don't know. It was all about the chicken, <laughs> And it just felt so weird. So I see why black folks would be like, I'm not going to that doctor. Right. He seems right. racist. Now, if he's racist, I have no idea. I have no idea what that mm-hmm. is. His bedside manner left to little be desired anyway, mm-hmm. period, in general. But saying that totally turned me off. I was like, I'm going to go back to him. Yeah.
2: Right? Why would you? Yeah. Now, it would be interesting if we had a system of hospitals and clinics that were black owned and black ran Mm -hmm. that would be different Mm -hmm. I mean and I think that would then definitely wouldn't have any excuses Uh, because I think a lot of times we don't go to black doctors because we don't think they even understand our genetic makeup you know he didn't know your diet honestly he just basically looked at you and and told you you know you eat fried chicken all day but I think a lot of it is they don't understand how we live how we work and just can't even like you know um, have any kind of sympathy or empathy for our lifestyle right and uh, I think, I mean, you want to be around. If someone's going to be that personal and intimate with you, you kind of want them to look like you, too. Yeah. Um, so I think that, a lot of that's the same thing. You know, just We don't have anyone that we can associate with, so why go?
0: That's true. And, and, and the thing is, I mean, there are good doctors out there. I have a good doctor. He's actually Egyptian. I love him.
2: <laughs> okay, uh, and, black.
0: Yeah, he's black. Yes, <laughs> he's black. Dr. Mikhail, love you. Um, he's good. But, I mean, like, he, he, he and I are the same build, so when I do want to go lose my weight. He was like, okay, here's what you should do. This is what I did. He knows, he knows me. He was like, just try it. He was so much more to see. Now, before that, I had a, I had a woman doctor, which mm-hmm. I loved and mm-hmm. well, that's why I mean I had a great time with her but I kind of like being with a male doctor mm-hmm. just because who's around my age, who kind of is around my build mm-hmm. it kind of, there is something about sameness that mm-hmm. kind yeah, of, for, sure. for you, do you like having, do you have a female doctor? I do, do have, and okay. she's black oh okay, very yeah, good Okay, yeah.
1: so and I just feel comfortable and I feel like I trust what she's going to say, she's been my age before because she's older and I just, I think she knows what she's doing so I've always felt comfortable with her. I
0: like that, yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah. now your show, mm-hmm. hashtag we need to talk I'm hooked and you guys talk about, you have six episodes right now, mm-hmm. right now, and, you, and I've, I just wrote some of these things, I was just writing some things down. Well-rounded, different voices, you talk about things like white privilege, mm-hmm. cancel culture, which my brother and I have discussed about that all the time, <laughs> different scandals. Now, Melinda, I follow you online, so... <laughs> you know I've be talking know, about everything. Let me everything. set my tea real quick. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you be talking about it. I
1: do. You I hashtag, we talk about it all I the time. I talk
0: about it all mm-hmm. the time. And I, I, but see, for me... Because I know you're not that much younger than I am, but whatever. but I just for me being older than both of you, I feel so happy that younger folks are talking about stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're not just taking what's for granted just what's right. going on. Yeah, right.
1: Mm-hmm. Or
0: laying laying down and going oh whatever, or turning a blind eye. That we have some of you guys are talking about. Mm-hmm. I love that. How hard is it for you to talk online and all the? Like, do you get backlash? Do You get stuff.
1: Oh, all, all the time. time. All the time. I mean, Twitter, I, I've gotten just <laughs>
0: crucified
1: and nailed to the cross so many times. I mean, granted, I kind of set myself up for, for that. But I would rather be very loud that, and try to make a difference and to be quiet and then just watch things happen. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what people tend to do because you get comfortable. You get comfortable in your privilege because I think even... Black people have privilege to an extent, oh, um, up, certain, you know, oh, yeah. and, and I know that in my blackness, I've lived a more privileged life than a lot of black people that I do know. And if I have a platform where I can use my voice, and if I have a following, and I can try to make a difference, then I'm going to use that pro- that platform to try to make a difference with my privilege in that sense. So um, I I welcome the the backlash. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I like getting into arguments with people, mm. um, but I also am very much the type of person that I will hear somebody's point of view if you can back it with facts but if you're just coming with with your mouth and that's all yes. then I'm going to I'm going gonna to a new one yeah. pretty quickly okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> i
0: right, think so you do it yes. i right, have so you do it <laughs> yes. you know i mean you bring you, up you a good point of just you know not being silent mm-hmm. and you know and for us mm-hmm. like Hollywood for us we do need to talk more mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i think it, we think we really do need to talk yeah. more mm-hmm. and get and get things out because he and I we have male privilege yeah even though we're black men and may have a lower privilege than white men, mm-hmm. but we still have we have privilege over women. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I recognize, and I've had some black men screaming me saying that's not true. I'm like, no, you don't understand. There's some things that we can do that women can't, yeah. and black women especially can't. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, speaking speaking a little more on that, Carmel, we have, our we have do have some we do have some totally a hierarchy
2: of privilege. Yeah, and it's funny because one of the panels we had, Dakota uh, Lupo made, made a dis- a really good. um, Point about how, as a white male, he can walk to his car and not be worried about anything. Anything. Yeah, anything. Whereas a female, especially if she's a minority or just a female in general, she would have to. Mm -hmm. So for us as males, we're right above that, Mm -hmm. right below a white male. But yeah, if I'm walking to my car, I'm not worried about much anything other than a cop. Right. Because um, I've had times my mom will tell me, Baby, be, be careful out there. They might get you. says, They're worried about me, mama. Right. <laughs> right. Right. I'm the big black that's dude walking so down the true. street. Right. They're worried yeah. about me. So yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. good. I'm straight. So yeah. that, but because I'm a male and I'm a large male and a black male, I, I don't Same have here. things to, really, to be worried about. Um, so yeah, we do have that privilege.
0: Mm. Someone someone brought up to me the other day about um, traveling. So yeah. I have a couple of girlfriends who travel solo, but they have to take extra precaution. And I'm thinking, that's funny. I never think about it. I mean, nope. besides regular, watch out where you are and what's going on. Mm. I'm a guy. I never, I'm a big guy. I never, th- I never think about it. See,
1: my husband hates, because I tour, obviously, a lot oh, yeah, as yeah. A, a recording artist, and if I'm not with my band, I'll just accompany myself on piano, and I travel a lot by myself, and he hates really? it. Really? Oh, Imagine. he hates it. I mean, he's just like, every five minutes, where are you? Did you make it? Are you there? And I'm like, can I haven't even got on the plane yet. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. So, but yeah, absolutely. I, I, I do get a little worried sometimes traveling on my own, but it, I feel like if you live in fear, then you're not going to be able to do anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just have to go with it, and whatever happens, happens. But I've really had great experiences, and nothing bad has ever happened to me, thank God. gonna so, yeah, would. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Right. But here's the thing. But here's the thing. You said something that I, that I love. We kind of, as almost as black folks, we kind of just know how to go on. Like mm-hmm. I was telling somebody the other day, I'm hyper aware of my blackness. I'm hyper aware of all things that I am when I leave the house, mm-hmm. but I don't live in fear obviously yeah. of it. I yeah. just I just I'm, hyper, I'm just hyper aware. I just I know what I am when I leave the house. Mm-hmm. And we know yeah. what could happen. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I yeah. think that hyper awareness also is what cuz I'm in an interracial relationship, my husband's white. It makes me Aware of the things that happen, I'm like, oh, that person's judging me. That person's not going to talk to me. And he's like, what are you talking <laughs> yes. about? I'm like, right. oh my god. Yeah. But he doesn't <laughs> notice. He doesn't notice that, like, when you go into a grocery store or when I go into a retail store, like, they're watching me. They're not looking at you. You know, and that, that's when you're hyper aware of your blackness. But like for him, as a white male, that's a lot. he never has to think about that for not sure. At all. Not yeah. at all.
2: And, I, and my kid, my, my kids are interracial, and even other interracial relations i have had. I've had to, like, yeah, this is going to happen. And mm-hmm. We're going we're gonna to sit in the back of the restaurant, guarantee. And it's sometimes it's a joke, but sometimes it happens. I'm like, yo, this is, I'm, and that's kind of we're just used to it. So it's almost like a, it's funny to us. But then, like, when they start seeing it, they're like, oh, you weren't joking. I'm like, no, <laughs> for real. I'm, I'm going to get pulled over if I drive in this spot, and a cop just happens mm-hmm. to see me in this car. And I've I've had several times in stories where I've told people, yeah, I just literally got dr- pulled over because I was in the wrong area. And, like, that really happens? I'm like it's not a movie you know, right, this, is, you know. this is real life right, right. Um, but then it's funny because on the other side of the spectrum if I go play basketball at the gym and it's like you know a bunch of Asian dudes it, I'm always the first person to get picked of, you of know? course I just Hello. expect it if I walk <laughs> in I'm like <laughs> yeah. okay they're gonna, they're gonna fight over me in here okay yeah. cool God. and then, you know so it's, 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 there's two sides of that Yeah,
0: yeah it's yeah. funny because I, I have this experience many times when I'm with my female friends who are not black mm-hmm. I'm at the store mm. or at the restaurant and black women give me the dirtiest looks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm not with these chicks, trust me, that's not what I want. <laughs> um, but it's really interesting but I, I had to learn, at first all, I would get angry about it. But as I've gone, I had to, get, I had to learn compassion for them because yeah. I kind of get, and you could probably talk about this more than, um, than I could, just I kind of get where they're coming from on some level. They want a good black man, it's hard to get one, Someone's us get a little success. They move on to mm-hmm. other things. Mm-hmm. So okay, I mean, I, when, I you, you, when I say it to you, when I say it to you, what comes to mind for you, and when I say that?
1: I mean, I've definitely had those experiences, but from all oh, okay. races. But I, would, <laughs> I will say that our people are a little bit more uh, <laughs> obvious about their feelings. Yeah, yes. White <laughs> people are very indirect with their racism <laughs> and their feelings. And I actually think that that's scarier. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, with right. black people, like, they don't like you, they're going to let you know. Okay, that's okay? true. That is right. true. But with white people, they, you don't really know because mm-hmm. they just have that face. That they're making, so you're not sure, you're like, do you have a problem with this or not? So, I've had those experiences across the board okay. for sure. Okay. For sure, and it's yeah.
2: funny for me because I've always thought it was weird because even when you say, then we get a little success and then we go this way, I never thought about it that way. Where like me being successful, now I get to be with a white woman or some right. different race. Or, and I, I have heard that a lot, and I've mm. seen a lot of you know, some of our larger public speakers talk about. I remember, Dr. Umar Johnson in a, in a video, he was very adamant about. When black men get successful, they go get a white woman. I'm like, I just like who I like. I, I don't. Mm. I didn't. I never thought about it that way. Right. If someone's attractive, whether they're black, white, Asian, or Hispanic, whatever. I'm like, you cute. You know, tall. So that's, that's really right, what right. it's been for me. But then I have to think, like, why are they thinking that way? Because
0: a church and, before us did that. Yeah. My father did that. Mm. Mm. Okay, he married white. Wow. Mm-hmm. He got successful. got in the Senate, and he married white.
1: I had an ex-boyfriend who was black. Tell me that it's like, oh, you know, when black people men get successful, you you want to get you a white girl, and I was mm-hmm. like. Wait, you're dating me right now. Right, right exactly. So, you, does that, so you're basically saying you're unsuccessful, <laughs> is, and if wow. you became, become successful, wow. that means you're going to drop me. Right. Clearly, we didn't end up together. Clearly. Right. But, um, okay. but I mean, I always... I
0: joke, but I always
1: said I have an equal opportunity dater. I'm
0: just so like, no, same here. No, same here. I mean, you know, no same whoever here. Whoever I have mm-hmm. a
1: connection with, that's who I'll end up with. But I no, do
0: yeah. know that there was that... Generation, my father went through the whole passing generation. He's very light-skinned mm-hmm. and all that stuff. I, and I know... That was very real for the duration right before us, mm-hmm. and I know well even my when you know I came of age in the mid eighties, and that's when I started going to work and I started doing stuff, and I started seeing that too, where it was like, yeah. oh, white girls looking at me now, and mm-hmm. oh, okay, and you you're not you speak really well for you know mm-hmm. you don't know, like, you don't sound like other black you know mm-hmm. folks and that, you know those kind of terminology and and also your circle widens when you move up too. That's
2: what I would see like. You know, if we we're becoming more successful, we're probably moving out of the hood. We're probably getting a larger circle, so it's just more opportunity to be around. You know, the different ethnicities. So it's not like I'm trying to find right. someone of a, of a lighter skin mm-hmm. color or complexion. It's just that's more what I'm around now. Right. Um, and for me, like I, I was born in Compton and raised in Linwood. And as I've grew up, I've kind of just moved closer to Orange County. It was completely <laughs> not. I wasn't even trying
0: to. I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, I, I'm there now. I'm like, damn,
2: why am I doing out here? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I wasn't trying to it. I just ended up out there, and I'm like, okay, you know, so this is what's around me now. Yeah, but yeah, I'm like, yeah. I don't have a problem if, if they're black or white or whatever. Is it, you know, like you said, it's about a connection. Yeah. I so, agree with that. I totally agree with that. And
0: yeah. and there's things. I mean, there are things that other cultures can bring to your relationship that are great. And I mean, I, just, I think it's, I think it's fine. I think yeah. it's. Finding, finding. first of all, finding love, period. <laughs> Especially
1: right. in LA. If you right. find oh my God. single friends, I'm like, Oof, I'm single still. Hello. I don't know, I don't know how uh, y'all find it. It is in not. I don't know how they do
0: either, because I don't. I don't know how they do. Either, I, so I, how they do. <laughs> I think I'm a piece of something, I guess.
1: But you know what's interesting? Because <laughs> yeah. I grew up in Santa Barbara. I grew up around oh, okay. white people. That's all I knew. And right. so the older I've gone, I've been like. Seeking black people yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't have it, and like the more successful I become in my career, all I want is to be around black people because I didn't have that growing up, and I it's like coveted for me. It's very very important to be around people that I can connect with that can have the same kind of jokes with, and it's very very important. So it's kind of the opposite.
0: What's well, <laughs> funny you say? It was funny you say because when I came from San Francisco, I was in San Francisco for sixteen years, mm-hmm. and the Bay Area is diverse on some level, of yeah. course. But I lived in San Francisco proper. I didn't live in Oakland. Mm-hmm. I didn't live. I lived in San Francisco, and it was very white. The black folks left somehow while I was there. They all went somewhere. I don't know where they went. I was like, where are you guys? I was like, the only black person in San Francisco for in the 90s. Um, and when I came back to L.A. 10 years ago, I was like, brown people. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> They're all brown. Yeah. I'm like, with brown people, like, I live south of Wilshire it's all brown. I love it. Welcome. So I understand what you mean. Yeah. What, were, what were you
2: going to say? No, so how did you get to Santa Barbara? Your family in Santa Barbara, how did that happen? I don't
1: know. I mean, (laughs) my mom, well, my mom went to UCSB. uh, There you go. Well, and worked at UCSB. And then my dad, I don't know why he chose Santa Barbara, but he drove from Mississippi, which is where he's from, to Santa Barbara and started working at UCSB. And that's how he ended up meeting my mom. Um, but I don't. I don't
2: know. Cause I knew you were from Santa Barbara. I just didn't know like how. how? Yeah, right. Two black folks in yeah, Santa Barbara. I mean, Barbara, we were like
1: really? one of the only black families, wow. so we were kind of famous. Okay, oh, oh, yeah, very like, good. But, the the like, I, I mean, yeah. There was, the a, Hale, there, exactly. was a, there
2: was another one up there.
1: Uh, there were a couple.
2: Oh, wow.
0: <laughs> like I had. There
2: were wow. enough people
1: at my school to have a black student union, but oh. there was only like eight of us. Hey. Okay. But we still. Okay. It was still. Yeah. It was black. It, it, okay. Yeah, but there really weren't that many. But it was just so many white people. So when I got to college we had an a, actual Black Student Union and there was like 50 to 60 wow. people and I was just, it was like a culture shock for me mm. to see my, that many of my own people and then now this older I've gotten I'm like, I just want to be around black people for a while. <laughs> just for a minute.
0: Well, yeah. there is a, cer- there's a certain understanding, a certain language mm-hmm. that's spoken and not spoken mm-hmm. when you're around people who are like and you will know, kind of like it. Now, we're not saying that all black folks are the same, I'm not trying to say all that, but there is something about there's that. There's similar experiences, there's experience, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's
1: a cultural thing, absolutely. I mean, I remember remember there was this hashtag going around on Twitter a couple of years ago that like, I don't remember what it was specifically, but it was basically showcasing how black people all over the world have the same kind of mom, have the uh, same yeah, kind of like yeah. aversions to certain foods. Like it was mm-hmm. just, it was really, really interesting to see. I was like, we're really all connected. I and mean, yeah. it's kind of amazing. It is, want no, it is.
0: Now, I want to, now saying that, I also want to bring up, um, we talked about health a little bit. We talked mm-hmm. about connection and family. I want to bring up mental health a little bit mm-hmm. because I think that's very important, also. And you know, um, for my well, for our Black acting community, we lost Christoph St. John who died yeah. a few years, a few months yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew him and everything, and uh, and he lost his son to suicide. To suicide yeah. mm. So I mean, very, very tragic thing. But mental health, again, yeah. my friend, my girl, Miami McKinley, who saved my life. I talked on the show uh, three weeks ago. Uh, it, was a, it was a licensed therapist. We don't go to therapy either. We do not go to church and pray. You'll be fine.
1: Yeah, that's that's really. And I'm, I'm going to be honest, I'm struggling with that right now because, I mean, we all have things we need to work through, but I think it's this, uh, it's kind of like how you said with the, the perception of, like, yeah. black men, you have to be this big, strong person. I mm-hmm. think that's how black people in general feel. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a pride there. There's a, no, we're strong. We're strong, independent black people. We made it through slavery. We made right, it through civil right, rights. Right. I don't need to go see no therapist. <laughs> right. You know, and I, I, I do think that it will be healthy once we can get to that point because it's okay to talk. Yes. It's okay Hello. to talk, and that's what therapy yeah. is. And I'm still coming to that conclusion, because okay. I've definitely been like, no, I got Jesus. <laughs> you know, like, that's, I mean, that's how I've been. Right, all right, and, all right, right. But I'm trying to get to the point where I'm like, you know what, maybe I should, just to talk through things, see how I feel. Because we have so much, I feel like PTSD is passed down in our DNA. Yes. Mm-hmm. I truly yes. believe no, yeah, that. Yes, yes, And if we don't talk about it and work through our anger and work through our, our issues, I don't know how we're going to get past certain things. So, I'm, yeah, I'm struggling with that right now, but I, I see the benefit of going to therapy. I do.
2: Well, I definitely think then, like as you discussed with doctors, mm-hmm. you have to have a therapist that's black. There's, mm-hmm. there's no way mm-hmm. a therapist is going to be of another culture or ethnicity that can begin to understand. Even if it's the same kind of depressions and situations right. and jobs and all that, if they're not black, they're not going to understand mm-hmm. the, the true depth of what we're going through. And uh, it's definitely the the aura a mystique of the black woman, and black especially the black woman, because the black woman is gotta be like ultra strong.
0: Yeah, I know. And like oh, that,
2: you know, everyone. If you mention just a black woman, just even the term, it already denotes just yes. a strong, mm-hmm. powerful woman. Yes, she can't go to therapy. Right. right. There's no way, you know. So, but then again, if it becomes something where there's doctors that look like us, and then it's like it's not as um, a negative or like oh. oh doesn't look weak. Like it's a, it needs to be part of our regular regimen mm-hmm. and made to look that way. Then it's like, okay, this is not a big deal. And then, you know, I think we'll start moving more towards that. But yeah, I mean, mental health in our community is such a big deal because honestly we're, we're bombarded more than any other culture.
1: Yeah.
0: I, yes. I feel, and also I want to say out there, there are Christian counselors or Christian yes. therapists who actually, who are trained in therapy and counseling. But go through, but also add a Christian uh, and component. And just a spiritual component. Yeah, component yeah. to it. Yeah, So absolutely. I would say there, there are those out there, yeah. too. I mean, I mean, and I don't mean to minimize the whole going to church and praying and having God in your life, but I always feel like that's there, but also you got to do the work, too. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. can, you, can work, yeah. you can work in tandem together. You can love God, trust in God, and all this stuff, but also get some help at the same time and work them together.
1: It's they say. I think the phrase is like, faith without works is nothing or yeah. something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, because God's like... Like, I
0: can't just be doing everything oh, for you. I,
1: I, you <laughs> know. No. I mean,
2: it's funny because yes. when you look in the Bible, yes. There's all these great men had mentors. They yes. had friends. Yes. They had a priest. They had someone to talk to. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just, like, them and God. Yeah. God put these people in their lives because God's like, well, in in the Bible, you can't see God. So yeah. they had to have someone they can right. look at and talk to yeah. and, and, and struggle with. And, you know, David in the Bible is supposed to be a man after God's own heart. He had Jonathan. Right. So, like, God's obviously put someone in his life that he could, you know, relate to, talk to, and have some, because David went through some crazy stuff. So, like, why wouldn't we have someone that we can, you know, relate to and have a mentor or a, a therapist that we could talk to and confide in?
0: Mm-hmm. I'm glad you said it because I, I always have said from the beginning of this show, and people who know me know this, I come from the village mentality. We come from villages We mm-hmm. where the village helps each other. Mm-hmm. It helps its mm-hmm. own. Mm-hmm. And our village is a little larger now. I mean, you're part of my village. We're all part of it. Part of it. Everybody's part of my village. So I'm here. All, you respect your elders. You help your elders. You help the younger people, people in the middle. I mean, everyone has a part mm-hmm. in helping the community, and mental health is so important. Yeah. yeah. We should be helping each other. Absolutely. Because mm-hmm. yeah, our black absolutely. our black men are dying. Yeah from other means. <laughs> right. We don't right. need to add to, you know, other stuff to it. I mean, yeah. they're, they're dying by other means and so if right. they're hurting mentally, we have to give them a cushion to feel safe to talk. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I also think, um, <coughs> and I mentioned this on one of the panels, I think diet is directly related to our mental health. Mm. Oh, that's all I I that. Yeah. so many things right. that we're eating not realizing it's causing us to think and act a certain way because our body's just not designed for that yeah I um and I've, i speak to a lot of people about dr cb C- i don't know if you're familiar with him at all um but like his work about the black diet not matching up with our dna because we're in america and we kind of eat a european diet and so I, it would make sense if i'm not thinking right it's because i'm not eating right, right. Mm. so i think a lot of that we need to look at as well what what are we supposed to be eating because if, if you're know, not feeling ourselves correctly I can get all the therapy in the world, but just once I walk out the door and eat something that's not good for me, my mind can just start taking me in a whole different direction. So I think all that holistically we need to look at. Yeah.
0: yeah. I can't, oh, this is so sad for me. I had to say goodbye to dairy because it, suddenly I'm lactose intolerant. Mm-hmm. Mm. Che- I, I was a rat too. I would love me some cheese. <laughs> oh, I was a rat. I love me some cheese. I had cheese on everything. Oh I love me some God. cheese. Like right now, I'm, I'm picturing some mac and cheese. Right now, that's extra okay. cheesy. Okay, some lasagna with extra cheese on it. Oh my <laughs> Jesus, I can't have All that right. anymore. Don't,
1: don't don't touch yourself. Oh, I can't have any of that anymore. I, I can't
0: have any of that. I just mix it. And I know. That, yeah, I know. There's, don't don't even tweet me about some vegan cheese and crap. That's not hey, what I'm talking about.
1: But you don't. I know. Have I, know some, I know some. I know some are
0: good. I'm just. Don't I'm just, I'm just saying. (laughs) just saying good old fashioned lard is good too (laughs) but I can't eat that anymore either
1: but it's good that you're taking the steps because yeah, right. there's some people that would be like, I know it's bad for me, but I'm <laughs> yeah. just going to have to die. You know? Right. There are so many people that would be
2: like they that. I got Addie's nachos. I'm sorry. Yeah.
1: Right.
0: I mean, <laughs> I like, I'm sorry. I, my, my father's from Louisiana. I grew up with soul food. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, everything. I mean, come on. I mean, it was, everything was so good. I mean, there's, there's some. It's, luckily, there's only a few places in LA that are still good. Some of them just didn't do that well. <laughs> Harold and Bell, sorry. Mm. Um, <laughs> not good anymore. Oh, uh, for real? Oh, I went to reset and I was like uh, don't tell me that I, this is my favorite place <laughs> growing up going to Harold and Bell's I had, I had my 35th birthday there I loved it so much went there recently twice and I was like this is nasty I was
2: just oh, thinking about no. going there bland oh.
0: like someone said no seasoning we'll take seasoning out of the food and good luck Oh wow! the potato salad was nasty which oh. I used to love the potato salad um, I had some slider or thing. nasty Harold uh, and was, Bell's
2: Harold and Bell's was so good uh, yes you could eat it the next day. Yep. And it tastes better. Because it it's juices. Right. <laughs> See, him, so- Oh, don't
0: tell me that. Sorry, folks. Oh, and now, no. I mean, I hate, to, I hate to out you guys like that, but I'm sorry. I went there twice, and I was very disappointed. And it's high uh, priced, as you know. It's not uh, like it's cheap. I'm hurting. And I was like, okay, so where... And all my places are closing. All my they are all closing up, so... But there's a vegan soul food place in Inglewood. Which I haven't I'm trying to okay. get there. so good. Okay. Trying, I saw pictures. It looks, it looks it's like... It's
1: fantastic. Okay. And I've been vegan for 13 years. Okay. So, okay. It was, I'm very There, there are
2: some about good my, vegans. Yeah. Uh, Compton Vegan, shout out to... Uh, he, he he's another dude that makes good vegan okay. food. Okay. Yeah. That's
1: stuff
0: I eat. Yeah. Okay. You go there. It's good. But do you, so, I mean, I'm going to ask though, do you guys miss anything though? At this point or now you're so much into your vegan diet that you're like, you don't miss anything anymore, I really. mean, for
1: me, it's been such a long time. Yeah. I don't even remember what it tastes like. And like now the alternatives that I've had, they kind of satisfy okay. that nostalgia a little okay. bit. Okay. Um yeah, I just don't, I don't miss it, and I remember how I would feel, and that's what's kept me from going yeah, back, you know, yeah. especially with dairy, because I found out lactose intolerant, I mean, I was lactose intolerant for a very long time, okay. but when I found it out and, and felt it, I was like, oh, that's why I feel like crap every time I have this, or mm-hmm. ice cream or something, so, yeah, I don't miss it at all.
0: I do like the vegan mayonnaise, mm. Mm. I use that, mm-hmm. and... um, I do soy riso, which I think is really good. Yeah, yeah it tastes yeah. like I mean, you put it in, it tastes really good. Mm-hmm. And, I do, and I do like and I like I do like tofu because tofu is very malleable. You can make it into make it right. tastes like anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there are a few things, and I, I'm a big vegetable eater anyway, yeah, yeah, things like that. But it's just like there's things I still miss a little bit. But my <laughs> taste buds are changing. They have mm-hmm. been, they have been changing, and I am much more pescatarian than anything else. Yeah, okay. I don't eat a lot of beef. I mean, I, I just just don't anymore. I I eat chicken I do eat fried chicken sometimes, but not very often. But not very often. Yeah, but I've, I've, I've done much more fish these days
2: than I've done anything else mm-hmm.
0: at this point. I just see, feel I'm not,
2: I'm not a full vegan. I mean, I eat vegan food because for me. It's just about health. Yeah, it's a right. I'm a quasi vegan. <laughs> I keep saying I wrote my that. Eyes at that. Yeah. mad over here. <laughs> but like I I I look at things just logically, and I was I always ask myself why do we eat so much meat and, I, and yeah. then like I looked at my teeth. I said, okay, I have four canines. Yes. So. I should eat that much meat. So, one eighth of my meal should be meat. And so, that's kind of how I eat right okay. now. So, most okay. of my meals is just like Interesting. Okay. it's mostly vegetables and grain. Yeah, and yeah. I'll have a little meat here and there because it's just, you know, I like it. Yeah. Um, but I don't, like, I was thinking, we used to eat meatloaf. Right. All the time. Which is just a big hunk of meat. It's just meat. I don't With ketchup know. on huh? it. What are we doing? <laughs> now it's, it's disgusting. We yeah, like, just ate just a meatloaf. Oh Crazy. But
0: it's also comes from people from the Midwest where it was steak potatoes all the time. Steak. Steak. Pot roast. Oh, Pot no roast. Veggies yeah. No veggies even. No veggies. Yeah. It literally Nothing. meat and carbs. Right. Nothing. Yep. We usually
2: yep. eat meatloaf sandwiches. Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we was crazy.
0: <laughs> well, I, get, I mean, I grew up poor, so I get. And I was I'm one of like eight thousand kids, so I totally get. We got what we got. Yeah, you know we were growing yeah. when I was growing up. Yeah. But once I got older, then I was I learned how to eat a little differently. But I do like food. I <laughs> love food. I do. <laughs> great. I love. Food, food. is great. Food is but great. you
2: know what's about vegans? And I'm, I'm I'm learning this more. Is like because they have to figure out how to kind of mimic stuff we eat. There's some really good vegan nowadays, chefs. Yeah, I mean, oh, they yeah. they kill it. I'm like, man, yeah. it's just amazing. It's almost like artistic how they approach some certain things. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, if you love food, I mean, try. It. You know, there's some some also very lazy vegans out there. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> that will okay. just
0: eat crap. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: But like, no, there's some really good vegan chefs yeah. and, and restaurants out there. So yeah,
0: I'm learning. I'm not seeing that because when, when back in 1987, my father got the first tofu pizza and it was gross. Yeah. I'm so I mean it. now it's I mean things oh, are to yeah, so I've been, had the cauliflower yeah. pizza with the cauliflower mm-hmm. and like, The crust, mm-hmm. yeah. It's so yeah, yeah. yeah. It's tastes, it tastes, like, it tastes like great pizza to me. Yeah. But I, but my again it was out of necessity. I mean I I wanted to change my life, but then it was very much I couldn't sleep. I was three hundred and three pounds, mm. the biggest I'd ever been in my entire life. I wasn't sleep. my lower back was going out all the time, and then I then I got Bell's palsy and my half my face went paralyzed. Wow. So I completely I got scared straight, so of to speak. Course, yeah. Of course, of And it was like, but but being black, I just wait till loudly. But I, I got to get scared yeah, straight to yeah, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah I'm like, okay, yeah. I can't. Like, half can't, my
2: I, face is asleep now. I got to. Go yeah, yeah you like, I got. <laughs> <out>. <laughs> Let me do something now about that.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, not so me glad help you healthy. did, though. So, oh, no, so I'm glad, glad you did. Thank yeah. you. No, I'm glad because yes. Melinda didn't know me from before, yeah. so she knew me from before. But I just, I feel my energy level is much better now. I've always had energy, as you guys know, always had energy, but it's now it's all yo, Are you on something? No, just life. Life. It's just less of me now. Just less of me. I um, also want to bring up. There has been, you know, we had Nipsey Hussle died. Mm-hmm. I lived around the corner from where he died, mm. and so my neighborhood's been just on been lit this whole time, sure. yeah. from helicopters to everything. The last uh, three three weeks or so. Uh, what are some of your thoughts on that whole situation? How the, the community really has come together. Basically, mm-hmm. we were seeing seeing black folks are coming together over somebody who a lot of people didn't even know who he was. Yeah.
1: A lot of people didn't know who he was, and I know you're going to have a lot to say about this, um, but. I think it's a, t- a true testament of who the person is by how many people he's bringing together and from all walks of life. Yes. I mean, the blessing, the Crips are like, Christ you know what? We all love Nipsey. You know what right. I mean? Things mm-hmm. like that. And it's incredible. And just, you know, Barack Obama's writing about yes. it. Just, just the, the impact that this man made, the fact that he was, the way he was giving back to his community, I, I just hope that so many people continue the work that he started. Yeah, I agree yeah, with that. Yeah. What do you
2: want to say about that? Yeah, so I, I kind of knew a lot of people that worked with NIP, okay. and I was actually working on some things to to eventually do some things with him because uh, he's a huge proponent of uh, black ownership and yes. entrepreneurship mm-hmm, and all mm-hmm. that. And I think what was really interesting, what, I think why people are so hyped about NIP is because we didn't have, like, a Malcolm X or a Martin Luther King. And even some of the entrepreneurs that we see, they're not, they're not from L.A., you know, he's the only guy from LA, from here. Like, even Magic Johnson, people don't. Right. He's not from LA. Mm-hmm. This Nip grew up here, mm-hmm. and as he gained success, and as he he put the money right back in the community. He, did. he didn't wait till he got his billions or whatever, and then started doing. it. He was doing it along the way. Mm-hmm. And so when you look at him, I guess they said he hired over forty thousand people during his time, and wow. he was worth almost two uh, two hundred fifty million dollars. Um, it's because he was always doing that. He always he's always thinking like that. And it, I think, you know, it, it's sad for someone's death to have to do this, but I think he's going to inspire a lot more people in his death than he probably could have done in, in his life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope we can start looking at some guys like him, even like a Killer Mike or a David Banner, who are doing some of the similar things in their own communities and start supporting them now before, you know, we it's lose them. Chance yeah, the Rapper, all of them. Yeah. They're all giving
0: It's funny because I told somebody the other day, I said, you know, we're in this culture now where you can be a big fish in a small pond. Mm-hmm. You can be famous and not famous famous and people will know who you are a segment will know who you are and you're held up and you're doing all this stuff and you're doing great stuff and they don't know who you are mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there are a lot of us who are doing things that people don't know who I am right. out there but a group of people they know who I am mm-hmm. Yeah, they know, are, mm-hmm. they know who you are and so nowadays we have that so when I saw people were like well who was he I'm like well check him out now you, now you have a chance to check him out it's a mm-hmm. shame but now you can look and see what he was he was doing mm-hmm. stuff that a lot of us knew about because I'm from I'm literally from the neighborhood so mm-hmm. I knew it and I'm in entertainment, so I know all this stuff. But there's a lot of folks you just don't know who are out there doing right. great They're stuff, doing incredible things. Yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Remember when he opened the store? I went and bought a mug uh, that that day, and just was like hyped about you know the stuff he was doing. Like his store was so progressive. Like people don't know he had the first smart clothing store where you could go in, run your your app across uh, one of the shirts, and get a piece of content like a new video or a new song from mm. somebody. I'm like, no one was doing that. And in the middle of the hood, this, this store existed. <laughs> right, and right. I'm like, it's just so crazy. And his whole story of how he used to hustle on that street corner, selling T-shirts and shorts and stuff, and now own that, that same now, corner. Now, folks, mm-hmm. if you don't
0: know this, and I used to laugh all the time, because I left LA in 1987, came back 10 years ago. But I used to come back all the time to visit, of course. And I own the house I live in. It's a family home I grew up in. And we used to come down Crenshaw and Slauson, and for every holiday or every major event... Or major, every, major, every major death, there's always t-shirts in the corner. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Somebody was selling something: t-shirts, mm-hmm. balloons, bags, I mean, bean
1: like, pies, bean right, pies. Right. We
0: laugh all the time. And it's yo, like, yo. and here's one of those people who was who's out there doing that. So saying it's just that that was the entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You have to really think about that. So, yeah. I mean, we, I was laughing about, it, but I am I mean, black. I can laugh about it because I'm just kind of like whatever. But it's it's entrepreneurial. Spirit. They're out there doing it. Yeah. You Let's know.
1: Look what it turned into for him. Yeah.
0: It did. And yeah. that, the thing that made me upset, if I'm going to say my little rant, my little upset, I was sad that I was another black person who killed him. Sure. Yeah. It yeah. made me sad. And it, that just made me... Anybody killing him would make me sad, but it just made me sadder. I don't know if I have a right to feel sadder about that or so I just made me feel... Of course killed like, do. Of course you do. Like we killed yeah. him. One, of our, one of our own killed one of our own. That yeah. was like, doing good. Right. It's like... Yeah. I don't, even, I don't even understand. Yeah. That yeah. day,
2: He was the reason why he was in, at the store... If she was picking up clothes to take to someone. Yeah. To donate to someone.
0: Mm-hmm. It's just like, to it's me, like, it's like... what we already We're already getting killed other ways, and now one of our own, so we got one of our own, yeah. uh, one of our own. Like, it's just like, really? Yeah,
1: I know, yeah. I know.
0: It makes it just, it just made me, it made me sadder. I just, it was just like, we, can, we can't be with our own people and trust our own folks.
2: But it's funny, because now, as you said, and you mentioned how the Blood and Crips are going to... But that's what was happening. Yeah. So it's now, it's cool to see Bloods and Crips uniting everywhere in new york here dc wherever, like they're like yo we're done like that that dude was us and even in in his music he did a song with yg who's a noted yeah, blood yeah. like he was like why, why are we doing this like he right. shut all that down and in you know and in his death they're like yeah let's officially like let's let's end this but it's sad that it took you know another brother killing a brother mm-hmm. for this to happen yeah um but you know in, in in his in his legacy and his honor, I feel like there's going to be some amazing things happening. So, do you really think that
0: change is afoot because of this? Do you think it will last? Do you think it won't? It, it won't die back. It down? it
2: yeah. I don't. It's definitely happening. It's happening mm-hmm. now. No, I, um, I agree with you on that. Whether it lasts, you know, that's it's really upon us who are here, who want to, who are doing things like Nipsey was doing, and want to see those things done. It's really upon us to do that now. Um, and also, I know I, it was like it was crazy how many celebrities were posting and tweeting yeah. pictures of them just talking to him about something. Yeah. I was just about to do this. Like, he was talking and touching to every everybody—athletes, yeah. yeah, actors, engineers. He was in cryptocurrency. The cat was touching everything. So it's just like so. Hopefully, those people um, keep running with it, and then those behind coming up do it as well. So yeah. I'm—I mean, I want to say yeah. Um, our track record's not always good right. in that. Right. Right. You know, right. we get hyped right. up for a, a month or two yes. and then like we back to doing what we used to do. <laughs> yes. But something's different about this. Honestly. This was it feel Is different. different. LA different. felt different. It's yes.
0: For sure. Yes. For I think sure. I agree with that. LA felt different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um But I, I I just hope it. I mean for me, I hope that Torch continues to I'm do my part in entertainment. Yes, to yes. Do my part yeah, I try absolutely. to do. That's one of the things I've always I've always tried to do on this show the last three and a half years. I've always tried to Showcase people doing affecting change in the world, people of color especially affecting change in the world, and having something positive to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. tried. I, I, I that's awesome. if I can continue doing that, I'll keep doing it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna keep yeah. on. I'm gonna keep on going yeah. trying to do that. Um, what do you hope to come out of your podcast hashtag? We need to talk
1: just well the start of conversation because I think that that's what's lacking Uh, having real meaningful conversation figuring out how to make change and to move forward Um, and I think that I'm hoping that we can bring awareness to to a lot of things that people don't know about, like for example, when we talked about the churches burning in Louisiana, you'd be surprised how many people didn't even didn't know, know that. that I know they didn't even know, didn't even know that happened. And the only, yeah. and then when Notre Dame burned down, then people started to hear about it only because we were like, "Well, hello, right, right, right." You uh, know, which is a shame that that's the only yeah. reason people knew. But that's what I want to do with this podcast: is just to bring awareness to certain things, having different guests that have you know important voices that people need to hear, and know that it's okay to talk about stuff and have opinions about things. But doing it in a healthy way, because yeah. we don't agree all the time, right? And I know, I know, and, I you know, know. and but you, it's good to have those conversations because you want to respect other people's opinions and perspectives.
2: Yeah, you know how she mentioned on her Facebook, you know, and Twitter, people, you know, go in and like same thing on my Facebook. I, I like I like to start stuff. You know, I'll say some stuff and then just you know go back and watch <laughs> Sit it. Back just, and right, get <laughs> popcorn. and <laughs> like exactly. Going you know, on. So then, but then to take that to the next step is okay. I see what you're saying. Let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's, let's hear you out. Because sometimes people get on Facebook and they just say some vitriol and they just go crazy on stuff. But there's yeah. not really any substance behind it. Right, so right. I want to take, okay, I hear what you're saying. I see the energy behind that. So let's have an actual conversation and dialogue to determine why do you feel that way? Because I've always told people when I tell my kids this, like, I'm never going to be upset about how, the way someone feels. Right. Never apologize about how you feel. Your actions with that is what is what you might have to apologize for, or might be a problem with. But mm. how you feel, let's talk about that and have an understanding come to come because we might not agree, right? And that's cool, that's fine. But I right. at least we want to understand how you feel and what brought you to feel that way, right? right.
0: I've noticed as I've gotten older, I have to kind of I'm that old man. Sometimes I come up, I'm like, I don't be the old, I don't want to be that old man with my views. But I do notice that I am. Just I'm older and just I, I've I've seen things I've experienced things yeah. so I so I try my best to stay open. I listen to my kids and my grandkids talk. I try to, and my nieces and I try to stay open to the younger generation and hear what they have to say because I may not like everything, but there are some things do evolve, things do change, mm-hmm. and I kind of want to be with the change and evolution. I don't want to be left behind. Like yeah. all just, get off my lawn, you know. I don't want to do all that. Yeah, <laughs> you know. I, I want to be I want to be. I want to stay useful enough and be part of the change. Also. Mm-hmm. Um, But there's some things I do. My foot's in the ground. I'm like, I know what I know, and I know what I know. I said what I said.
1: Right. You know. That's it.
0: I do know that. But but again, I'm I'm just aware of. That as you get older, you kind of get a little more set in your ways, and you've seen a lot of things. Oh, for mm-hmm. sure, you just for can't sure. help it. That just so, happens, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it just happens. You have to, you have to, see, you have to see that. Um, but your podcast is—I just think it's such a good idea. Thank you. Um, but I think I, I want it to be real. I want it to be big, 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 big. Yes, so do we? Folks, yes, that's right? folks. why we're doing this, right? <laughs> I want people, to, I want people to know, know you gotta be talking. Yes, because, yes. because because people a lot of times feel like they don't have a voice, or they can't find people who have voices similar to theirs. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. someone may, may agree with you on a topic, and may agree with you on a topic, I and mean, that's they get, Oh, I hear my I hear my. We want representation.
1: Representation. Yeah. that we want? that.
0: Mm-hmm. Amen. Yes. We, we want representation. Do we talked about that when you were on for yes. TV shows. We want yeah. representation.
1: Yes. It's very it, important. Go super ahead. important.
2: And I think that's why I've always felt like when I speak, when I say something, I want to have a very pinpointed, sharp shooting approach to it. I don't like saying vague things. I don't like putting stuff out there that people and I don't want really to shoot because then you really don't have a voice. People don't right. understand where where is he coming from. So when I say something... Sometimes I'm kind of blunt. Sometimes I'm kind of out there. If I'm, you know, I'm doing a stand-up show or whatever, I'll say some crazy stuff because I want you to know where I'm coming from, mm-hmm. and you need to know right away. Um, and I think I'm hoping our podcast is like that. People hear some stuff that oh shoot, I, I didn't know that. <laughs> <But> he said that. <laughs> right. yeah. well, right. really? Because right. if you if you're not pushed or pulled one way or another, you won't you won't listen. Right. You know, it's got to be it's got to be a, something where it's not so plain. Because then if it's if it's just like you don't have a, a slant or you don't have an agenda or you have something you you're, you want to people to understand or know. You kind of just with everything else. So I'm, I'm, for me, I'm always feeling like we need to say some stuff that people don't want to talk about, and I'm having an opinions. You'll have an opinion about it that people either like don't agree with or do agree with. Because mm-hmm. then you'll listen. Then you'll have a voice. Okay, that's exactly how I feel. Let me listen. Or it's like I completely disagree. Then you'll listen. Mm-hmm. If you're like in the middle, you're not going to listen. For people
0: sure. like to know where you're coming from. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: An audience likes to know where you're coming from. Absolutely. Right? They want to know. Absolutely. They want to know. They want to know. Okay, I know. I can figure him out. I can figure her out. Got it, and they'll right. go from there. Whether yeah. they agree with you or not, they like to know. Like you said earlier, it's good to know something than when something's mm-hmm. hidden. Yes. Yeah. Where they have to yes, try yes, to guess yes, about yes, you, yes, then they're yes, like, yeah. I don't really know. I don't really know that guy. Like right. I just listen to him, I listen to him for an hour, and I don't, I don't know what he's right. talking about. Right. I don't know what his point of view is. That that's way they won't come back. Yeah. That's way confusing. Yeah. I can talk to you guys forever. <laughs> this is not fair. I'm not leaving. I'm just gonna stay here. I'm gonna stay until my birthday. I'm just gonna talk for the next ten oh. days. Oh. Um, well, I, as I always do, she did before. We're we going to do it again. I always ask my guests the same two questions. This is, this is the last time I'm doing this. I oh know. my goodness, it's so crazy. Oh my god, I almost <laughs> almost started crying a second ago. Um, I always ask. I believe in language. I believe language is very important. Um, and so, I, this is the first question. Oh my god, I can't, I'm getting myself emotional. Um, I want to ask you guys what word or phrase should we not say anymore in English language? And I, we, we, either one of you could start. Mm. What word I or love phrase? That I, know it's I Such a great <laughs> <But it's> question. <laughs>
1: but I'm gonna let you go first. Yeah. What exactly word or phrase should we not
0: say anymore? Now we start with the harder one because I think that's that's the most important. Like
2: word or phrase. Um, I'm gonna say racism. Oh, stop saying it. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. it denotes it denotes that there is such there is no racism. Um, it's white supremacy. And it's the idea that the whites are superior. I don't like white supremacy. That was my second one because okay. they're not. Um, but racism because the word race means a lot of different things. So, like, it's either, a, you know, an event we're running. <laughs> I like, right? that. I like that. like um, that. Or it's an ethnic group, right? And so the suffix ist means you're an expert. Or ism means it's, it's a philosophy or a thought. So racism is not that. A racist is not an expert in race. They're not an expert oh, in running. Okay. They're not an expert like in ethnicity. So hmm. the, the term itself is it's misleading. I like so if we get rid of it completely, then we have to talk about what we actually are talking about, like which is white supremacy.
0: Wow. For a last person, you're the last person to do I I Okay. I love it. And now, Ms. Miller, Ms. Melinda, what do you, you I
1: might have said this before on your show, but yeah. I'm going to say it again because it irks me to no end. I hate when people say, I'll try.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Either
1: you're going to do it or you're you're not. not. You're not. It's really that simple. it is. I'll try to come. I'll try to call you. I'll try to. No, no, you either going to do it or you're not. Right. So I'll try to listen. You know, I hate that. I I hate that. Just make a commitment. or I would rather you say I don't want to than to say I'll try. 100%. Yeah.
0: Now, I always say I don't say minority anymore because we're not minor. Mm. Uh, I like 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 that that a lot. Now, what word or phrase should we say more of? In English language. Another good one. Yes, I love love these, yes.
1: Carmel, you still got to go first.
0: (laughs) You still got to go first. Okay. first because you're the latest. You're the newest guest. Okay.
2: So we should say more of. We should say more of. What should we say more of? I think um, friend.
0: Okay. Friend.
2: Because I think um, it's it's a term we can use to... um, Denote a person or give a person a label that we're not really sure how we could otherwise. It's a it's a partnership. There's nothing negative about the word friend. No, there isn't. Mm. And uh, a friend always feels comforting. It's always supporting. It's a partnership. Um, and sometimes we look at some. I, I don't know how to what to call them. And like I have a lot of um, ethnic friends. I have a lot of groups I hang out with: Arabs yeah. and Asians. And then like, when someone calls me a friend from another group because they don't know what to call me, I always feel instantly comfortable. Mm. Like if they don't speak English, hey friend, I'm yeah. like, oh, okay, it, that work. it always works yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think I just calling people a friend. If you don't know what they are, who they're from, whatever, you know, I like that. It's a friend,
0: Melinda. Thank you. I bet. I
1: All think right. we should Bye. say thank you more, even just for little things. Even if you just text someone, mm-hmm. he's like, "Hey, thanks for being a good friend." Yeah. You know, yes. because yes. showing You're gratitude. Yeah. Yes. 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 Because showing gratitude is such a good thing, and it I makes you feel good, and it makes the other person feel good. So just say thank you to people more, even just for the little things. Well, thank mm-hmm. you
0: both of you. Yes. Thank you for being my, thank you thank for my us. friends. Of course, my friends. Now tell folks in that camera where they can find each of you on social media and the podcast.
1: Absolutely. So you can find me at Melinda Hale on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and the podcast is on Instagram and Facebook we need to talk the podcast and Twitter is underscore we need to talk it's underscore. underscore it's all they had left and <laughs> we heave, we joke it's, about uh, all the time but it's, like it's what it is, it is. yeah it
2: is it is. you can find me at four the number four K-A-R-M-E-L on Instagram Twitter and Facebook
0: all right and you follow us on uh, Facebook we're on black, breaking into the page you can follow us on SoundCloud YouTube and iTunes under black Hollywood live breaking into this episode will be there it's there forever so on iTunes you can listen to us YouTube, you can watch us. I say watch us. Why not? I knew that. <laughs> no. And so this show will not be back until May 13th, which is my 50th birthday and 50th mm. birthday celebration. Yay. I have a panel coming on. We're going to go out with the Big Bang. It'll nice. be the last show here on Black Hollywood Live. I'm sure I'm going to cry from beginning oh. to end. I'm sure I'm already getting turned already. I'm sure I'm going to cry from beginning to end of my amazing experience here at Black Hollywood Live. I'm James Loud Jr. Where I'm where all James Loud Juniors are sold. James Loud Jr. And also media your platforms. See you next time.